This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called How to Overcome Overwhelm by Not Flying Alone. As always, I'll kick off today's episode with a brief story before introducing today's guest. I have a friend named Jane who started her own business a few years ago, and it nearly killed her. Literally. Jane's blood pressure skyrocketed. She couldn't sleep. Her head ached constantly. She was completely and thoroughly overwhelmed. Her business had great potential, but she was trying to do it all. When I suggested she get help, when I suggested Jane hire a business coach to sort things out, she told me this, I will never surrender, (laughs) as if asking for help is an act of surrender. A few weeks later, Jane rushed to the ER because she thought she was having a heart attack. Turns out it was a panic attack, not a life or death episode. But her doctor warned her if Jane didn't reduce her blood pressure, if she didn't reduce stress, if she didn't get more sleep, she might drop dead. That's when Jane decided to hire a business coach. And that coach transformed Jane's business and her life. I can relate. I used to think I could fly alone. I used to think asking for help was an admission of failure. Thank goodness I got over that because I don't know where I'd be in my business and life without the mentors and coaches who have guided me. That's why I always like to chat with great business coaches, such as my guest today, Steve Feld. Steve is a certified business coach, author, podcast host, professional speaker, mastermind facilitator, and coffee enthusiast. He's passionate about helping small business owners and entrepreneurs achieve massive revenue and profitability growth by utilizing simple, proven strategies and tactics to build a long-term sustainable business. Steve takes the overwhelm out of business. He's owned and operated seven lucrative businesses while providing change management and process improvement for others. He has worked with three Fortune 500 companies, and he has written seven books about business for entrepreneurs. Steve Feld, welcome. To the Story Power Marketing Show. Great. Well, thank you for having me, Tom. Yeah. So, you know, when we were talking before and I shared with you the story, uh, you, you were laughing and you said, I know Jane. <laughs> so I know her tell me well. about Jane. How do you, you know, we have Jane in common, huh? Oh, we have Jane in common. In fact, <laughs> I think my name was Jane for a while. <laughs> to that extent for hospital, but. Yeah. 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 So, so tell me about the Janes you've encountered or, or, or better yet, tell us about your experience as Jane. Oh, I'll tell you about my experience as Jane. Cause 
you know, after owning seven businesses and running three others, it's like, they're not all unicorns dancing over rainbows in a glitter shower. It's just not <laughs> happening. And I, it got so bad in one of my businesses, everything was working. And then all of a sudden, nothing worked. No marketing, no clients. No, I mean, just like the faucet shut off. So what did I do? I did what Jane would do. Work harder, grinding it out, do more. Next thing you know what that happens is you have health problems because you have no time to eat, right? You have no time to exercise, no time for mental downtime because you're constantly going. And I was sitting around with some other coaches one day at an event and they said, I look like, you know what? I told them my story and they're like, you need a coach. Mm-hmm. No, I got it. I can do it all myself. And they're like, how's that working out? Mm-hmm. And I finally woke up and I went and did my research and found it, interviewed coaches, found the right one. Within 45 days, my life was a different life altogether. Ah, not grinding it out 80 hours a week, stressed, no sleep, living on coffee only. I was actually eating food, but it changed my life because they got me focused was the first thing. Mm-hmm. Stop running around trying and because you're just scrambling to get anything going. Stop it. Let's get focused. Another thing was like, they gave me the advice I needed to hear from me, not for mm-hmm. them, but for me. And it kept me on track and kept me going. And they saw things in me that I couldn't see. And they saw things right in front of my eyes, which I couldn't see. And I say that with my clients all the time. When they mm-hmm. come to me, just like Jane, you're stuck in the forest and you can't see the trees in the forest. And the reason is you're right up on one. Mm-hmm. You're so stuck. And this is where the coach, mentor, consultant can kind of, they're looking at it from the top, but they've already been through the forest. Right. Yeah. They've been there, done it. Not just once, many a times. And they're going to help guide you through the forest. So to get out of there and reduce that overwhelm, get your business and life back on track. Yeah. And and so when you talk about getting your life back on track, a lot of people talk about, you know, this, this notion of work life balance. Mm. And, and I find that to be an odd concept because, you know, work is our life. Uh, I don't mean to suggest that it's the only thing we do, but our work is, is wrapped up in our life and we think about it and it, 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 our sense of self-esteem and our, our sense of identity is tied into our work. And so this notion that you have work here and I get help on work and then I have life here and I get help from maybe somebody else on life just never has made any sense to me. Maybe the concept is that there's, there's, work leisure balance, spending more time in leisure than in the office, but work and life are all intertwined. So from your perspective as both Jane, who, who hired the coach and as a coach, how does a coach help you with, with sort of the big picture, not just the mechanics of day-to-day business? Yeah, I, See it all the time. The way I look at it, I'm not just saving businesses. I save marriages. Mm -hmm. I'm saving a community establishment. I'm saving jobs. So it's not just the business. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm focused on. But we're going to hit the other things. 
And you brought up a great point about the, that balance. One of my clients called me the vacation liberator. So uh-huh. I wrote a couple of articles about it. And what it meant was when I first met him, he was just drained and he's been in his business for eight years, not a day off, not a vacation, anything. And all I said was, what does your spouse think of that? And he <laughs> broke down in tears and said, listen, she's going to leave me if I don't take a vacation. And I said, get her on the phone right now, right here, right now. And he did. And he goes, why? They give me the phone. And I said, you know, when was the last time you took a vacation? Where would you like to go? She tells it to me in detail. Mm-hmm. I told him to write it down as I'm repeating. He writes it down and we hang up. I go, book the vacation right now. Beautiful. Because I can't I love I that work. Story. I, got to, I can't leave my business. It's going to burn down. Yeah. Book the vacation right here, right now. So yeah. we book the vacation. He's now hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. thinking if I leave, it's the end of the world. I said, now let's go to your staff and tell them what we're going to do. You're going to go on a vacation. He tells them, they all start cheering for him. Mm-hmm. I go, do you see that? You are the problem in your own business and you didn't see it. Yeah. I and he was just like, now what? And I go, now you got to call your wife and tell her what you just did. You, you I booked lo- the vacation. I love that story, yeah. Steve. And so sad. my... One of my questions for you is, do you tell that story in your own marketing and communications? I guess being on a podcast is part of your marketing and communications. But uh, have, have you ever used that phrase, the vacation liberator, in, a, in an email, in, a, in, in your website, anywhere else? Because if not, get to it. Oh, yeah. It's still the blog still pops up and it's, I still get requests for it to be posted in articles. Yeah, because that's the story and it's just impactful. But it is sometimes we're like that. I was the same way. I never took a vacation until my coach said, cut that junk out and just do it. Your business will be fine if you're a good leader. And this is where a good coach will help you train you and expand your knowledge in leadership and delegation. Mm -hmm. So that's going to free you up to go on that vacation. And guess what? Don't check email. Don't check your phone because no one's calling or emailing you. Right. In fact, this person, we actually had the staff block all his emails and phone calls. So when he was on vacation, the only way he would find out if he got an email is if he called the office and asked them. Ah, beautiful. And they told him if he did call, he only called one time. They told him to go, you know what, to himself and enjoy your vacation. You set this guy free. I, I love it. And and the thing that I especially love about it is that, you know, you're sitting here talking about coaching and helping your clients not fly alone and on and on and on. And, and what you've done is you've shared a story that gets down to the essence of what this is all about. It's about the freedom to go on vacation without being so stressed out that your life falls apart. The freedom to to live a life with your your spouse and enjoy your family as opposed to just being on the hamster wheel at all times. And it's it's really interesting and heartening for me. I have come to believe in working with coaches and consultants that the ones who are able to tell their story in the most effective ways are the ones who are are really great coaches and consultants because what you have 
demonstrated here is, is that you really know what it's all about. You're not selling delegation or leadership yeah. skills. You're selling the vacation, the freedom, the better marriage, the reduction in, in stress. And um, we, I've shared this story before with my audience of a, of a coach similar to you who, before hiring me, she had written a blog post that was just blah, blah, here's how to delegate, da-da-da-da-da, I teach you how to delegate, here's all the information about how to delegate, and it was a complete boring mess. And then she hired me, and she ended up telling a story similar to the one you just told about a business owner who couldn't get away, who always felt like the house was going to burn down. And, And she taught the guy how to delegate, how to flatten the organization. And as a result, he was able to get away. That was great marketing and storytelling for marketing purposes. But in order to do that storytelling for marketing purposes, she had to she had to really kind of dig back in and say, well, what is it that that my people are really caring about? And the fact that you can lead with that without prompting from a, a storytelling coach like me uh, shows that, hey, you're in touch with that. But the lesson here for all of you who are listening is you don't sell the the widget or the service. You don't sell how to be a better leader or how to delegate or how to, you know, whatever it is you teach or whatever information you have, you sell that transformation, that emotional outcome. And I have some coaching clients who come to me and say, when I start to help them do that for marketing purposes, they say, Tom, I'm, I'm realizing I'm actually having better coaching sessions now because they're diving deeper into why am I here? Why are we working together? What are we actually talking about? And it and and it connects them to their clients more effectively as, as well. So I love the fact you told the story. I love the fact that you're the vacation liberator. That's uh, trademark that, Steve. I know it. it it's kind of funny because that was our first session. And but when I hear because business owners do this all the time, they okay. they wear it like a badge of honor. I haven't taken a vacation. Go in the blank. That actually is hurting your business and your mind, your body, your relationship, your relationship with your employees. And you don't realize it. When I heard that, it's like the red flag went so high up because if he brought it out that early in a conversation, it's a problem. That's his problem. His business, he hired me to help him fix his business. This was a bigger problem. Yep. Yep. And, and you talked earlier about business people who are, are sort of in a constant state of, of reaction. How do you help business leaders move from being constantly reactive, firefighting hour after hour after hour, as opposed to being proactive and in control? Yeah, that's a good one. Because my whole history, I've been in operations and marketing. Yeah. Operations, all you do is put out fires. Yeah. So I got in one of my places, I was turning the business around and I said, you know what? Enough with the fires. And I brought the staff together. What can we do to stop this madness? Because it's killing all of us. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, use a sports analogy. Who, 
at the end of the game, who wins the game? And they all just give me that stare. Like, what are you talking about? It's always the team with the most points. The stats don't say how you got there. It's the team with the most points. Mm -hmm. End of story. Therefore, it's always offense that scores the points. All we're doing right now is playing defense. We Mm -hmm. cannot win the game. So we need to be offense. So let's start looking at all of our fires and start coming up with fire extinguishers that automatically go on without us walking in. Yeah. So we started being proactive on things. Next thing you know, all the fires just went away. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned like, uh, you know, an employee calling you up, the fax machine or the copiers jam, what do I do? Well, that's a fire. It could be eliminated by the owner taking just a few minutes once a week or once a year showing everyone how to use the dang copier and what happens if it gets jammed. Fire is now gone. Right. Now you can start focusing on the business because the second the copier jams, it shuts everything down right? mm. in a lot of businesses. So we got to start looking at what are things that can be taken off certain plates to eliminate all those reactive scenarios. And what kind of things can we put into place, procedures, that's going to help all, everyone, be that proactive? Because at the end of the day, it's about the client. And are we really servicing them if we're just reacting? Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's just a critical, critical question. And so, Steve, who who are the ideal clients for you? Who are you working with most? I actually work with a lot. Well, they're always business owners, so they're always owner operators. Mm-hmm. I always throw in Small business owners, entrepreneurs, the reason is some people don't identify themselves as a small business owner. Listen, you have an LLC, you're bringing in income, you have an EIN, you're a small business owner. That's right. Yep. (laughs) I mean, I can call myself an entrepreneur for opening up seven businesses, and I love it. I love the headache. I love the thrill, and I love teaching about it. But I also want to help small business owners make it easier so they don't have to beat their head against the ball. So if they're stagnant in sales, declining in sales, or just not achieving the revenue and profits that they're looking for, those are my kind of clients because we can definitely turn them around if they're willing to grow because there's a lot of business owners out there talking, I want to grow and sell my business one day. They have no exit strategy and they don't want to bring on staff. So you just cut out two of those things you just said. So I want... I only work with people who are serious to make a long-term sustainable business to survive and thrive. I will help do everything I possibly can use all, all my resources to help you make your goals and dreams alive. Yeah. But if you're one of those who want to BS and blow smoke and we've all had those kind of clients, uh, I got someone else for you. <laughs> yeah. A great life coach. He will work with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So how does a how does a business owner know that it's time to call a coach? I'll give you like what I've had is when I everything I tried, nothing was working, and I was so stressed out. I'm not sleeping, not eating. And you know, here I am, like, can't even figure out how I'm gonna make payroll. I'm putting money on credit cards just to keep the business alive. It's like something's got to stop. It's this has got to stop. Mm-hmm. I need help. 
And that's was my breaking point. Everyone has their own breaking point, but it's to the point, like, when is it your breaking point? When are you going to get off of grinding it out and trying to figure it all out on your own? Because believe it or not, your business is not as unique as you think it is. You might have a product or service, but business is business. It has been that way for thousands of years. So guess what? It's just evolved. When you're ready to make that shift and start making things easier in your life, that's that shift point. And stop just beating your head against the wall going, what do I do? Stop chasing all the shiny objects out there. There's too many. And and do you have clients who come to you seeking help before they really feel as if they've hit a breaking point? Because as, as we talk here, I'm thinking... Just about every time that I've turned to a coach and a mentor, it has been a reactive thing. Uh, something's not right. I I want somebody to come in and help me figure this out. And yet, just moments earlier, we talked about the fact that, hey, you know what? It's better to be proactive than reactive. It's better to be off on offense than defense. So I, I've sort of had a... a an epiphany that, you know, maybe all of us who are employing coaches and, and have mentors uh, would be better served if we pick up the phone now and we think things are going great. Yeah. I mean, I hired a coach when everything was bad. Yeah. Okay, that was a couple of businesses ago. I've always had a coach since then. Yeah. It might not be the same coach because every coach does something different for you. So yeah. I have two yeah. coaches. They do different things in my life and in my business. They come at it from different angles, different approaches, different, they're solving different problems. Mm -hmm. But I didn't bring them on when I first started this business. It's like, I just hired, went out and found someone that was suitable for me at that moment. And they're like, why are you hiring me? You just started the business. I go, yeah, I need to keep me focused to keep the business going. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so I'm being proactive in that case. Yeah. And I work with a lot of like CPAs. Well, they have their money coming in. They're profitable in most cases, but they're just stuck. Yep. And they don't see that they don't have a problem yet because, you know, they're happy taking their 80 grand home. So they don't have a reaction yet. But one day they're like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm coming in 10 years to retirement that no one's going to buy my business. Now it becomes they need help. Yeah. And so you talked about choosing a coach. How how do you go about choosing a coach and and or put another way what tips can you share with the audience about questions to ask, things to consider, steps to take when vetting prospective coaches? That's a great question cuz I actually wrote a book about it. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> Why you need a business coach and in it it's not about me, it's about trying to help people figure out if they need a coach. And in it, I actually put questions to ask business coaches to interview them Mm -hmm. and certain flags to look for in the industry. So a lot of people say, well, they left corporate America in 2020. And then a couple of months later, they hang up a shingle, coach, consultant, and they have no business experience working with business owners. So they've never owned or operated a business. That's a huge flag. I mean, I can honestly say, I know what it feels like to wake up at two in the morning in a cold sweat, worrying about payroll in two days. And I know my clients have that exact same feeling. So I can relate to them. I can detail it out. You got to look for a coach that's good for you 
Are they going to listen to you? Or is it all about my products, my services, me, 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 me? It better not be. It should be about how are we getting you from A to B, then mm-hmm. B to C, mm-hmm. not A to Z right out of the gate, because that's right, a right. jump. But yeah. yeah we, and so what, what's the name of that book? Uh, why you need a business coach. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I guess that's a good segue into you. We mentioned you've written seven books. Is that, is that right? Seven books. Where, where can someone go if they want to fill their bookshelves with, with the, the uh, coach, Steve, uh, <laughs> the coach, Steve library. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my website has all of them on there, bizcoachsteve.com. Amazon, they're all on Amazon as well. And you know what? I one of my very first book I give away because it has eight simple strategies for business owners to use to grow their revenue, and it doesn't cost them any more on marketing or advertising. It's mm-hmm. like I just want to help business owners grow. It's like here, take the dang book, <laughs> take the ebook, please take it. And I have people coming back to me going, I implemented strategy number three. And I'm like, yeah, yeah <laughs> there's eight right. of them. I got hundreds of them I use. <laughs> I only put eight in a book. <laughs> and they said they used it and they just focused on the one strategy and they grew their business. Yeah. And I always ask them, what did it work? I mean, what worked? What didn't work? Because it nothing worked perfectly the first time out of the gate. And they told me, and they go, they followed what it said. They had a few hiccups. They redefined, had a few hiccups, redefined, and then it took off. Yeah. And and I love that story because it emphasizes a, a key principle that I really believe in, you know, the focusing on one thing, one. that if you're trying to implement eight strategies at once, you're going to do eight uh, eight implementations poorly. And uh, if you choose instead what's the most important and best thing that I can do right here, right now, focus on doing that. Well, that's proactive. That's being on offense. That's going to allow you to, to zoom forward. And so I love the story that you have a client who found, or just a reader who yeah. found the, this one thing in the book and, and put it to work. So that's, that's great. In addition to the book podcast website, what else, where else can people find you, Steve? Oh, podcast website. I do a lot of speaking. Uh, I do a lot of workshops, especially online nowadays. It's definitely opened things up. I have a master class at the end of the month, three biggest lead generating mistakes and how to avoid them. I do that once a month. Mm-hmm. And we're going through the three biggest lead generating mistakes, but we're also peppering it with like, here, here's some things to do and it won't cost you any money. Yeah. So we're actually giving some proactive tips. It's about giving. I volunteer for SCORE as a mentor. So I've been teaching a class called ABCs of starting a business for six mm-hmm. years because I want to see business owners survive and thrive yep. as well as, oh my gosh. Yeah, I do a lot of volunteering and it's always doing business education for entrepreneurs and as they say on Shark Tank, Shark Tank entrepreneurs. Right. right. <laughs> so if, if people want to find that workshop, where should they go? Oh, uh, I have my Facebook. That's probably the best place because I noticed that. So I have on Facebook, it's Biz Coach Steve. You search me, you get to see my Biz Biz with a Z, Biz Coach Steve. And you'll find find Steve and your website again, Steve. Uh, Biz Coach Steve, B-I-Z Coach Steve.com. And everything um, I have has that. (laughs) Yeah. And LinkedIn, Steve Feld. 
right? Oh, yeah, please yeah. connect. And I always offer business owners and entrepreneurs, it's like, listen, let, let's get on a 15-minute non-sales call. Mm-hmm. And I've found over the years by just doing these no-sale calls, just mm-hmm. to have a business owner vent because I'm now the only person they can vent to will free them up. And that's a quick 15 minute call. It's not judging, not telling, not advice, not just listening and really listening because they can't tell their spouse because the spouse will freak out about the business. They have a board. The board has no confidence. You tell your employees they're updating their resumes, just someone to help you out and get you through. And so if someone wants to book a 15 minute call with you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, I just have uh, calendly.com forward slash S Feld, F-E-L-D, forward slash 15 M-I-N. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have that at, we're gonna have that in the show notes, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, it's a long one. And I yeah, also have or, that. or rewind. It it yeah. uh, there there was nothing ambiguous ambiguous about the spelling, but we'll put that in the show notes. Go ahead and repeat it one more time and so that uh, people are ready for it. It's calendly.com forward slash take- S Feld yeah. and forward slash 15 M I N. There it is. 15 minutes with Steve. Any parting thoughts, Steve, before we call it a day? Yeah. One thing I always tell business owners, because I'm a product of this advice, is always ask for help. That's usually the number one failure of business owners in general. Mm-hmm. If you look at all the biggest corporations in the world, all the CEOs have coaches. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, the greatest basketball player ever, had over 20 coaches because he knew without them, he couldn't take his game up higher. So what's stopping a business owner from getting a coach to help them grow their business? Yep. That's a great, great tip. Steve, been a real pleasure being with you. Great uh, getting to know you over over the last uh, few months. And and, uh, this journey is just beginning. Very glad to know you. I really value your perspective. So glad you were here with us on the show. We'll see you down the road. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 